Pepper. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Dragging the Table. That's right, after years away from the microphone, DJ makes his triumphant return to podcasting solo style. Man, so who thought this show was coming back? Show of hands. Oh, there are no hands up in the very room I'm in today, because I'm not going to lie. There was a time when I was like, yeah, I'm going to take a few weeks off and then I'll be right back to it. And then I hit a few weeks off and I was like, you know what? I'll just take a month off and then I'll be right back. And then I hit a month and was like, you know what? I think I'm going to record one more episode and then this show is going to be dead forever. And uh, then I couldn't even do that. And we've circled back around to here now, where I've decided that this show is better alive than dead. So, for anyone new listening, uh, this show is called Dragging the Table. You should already know that, because you took many steps to get here. The least of which was subscribing. Uh, And if you didn't subscribe, how dare you? Subscribe right now. Stop what you're doing Subscribe, listen to all the episodes that led up to this one, and then continue on. You know what? Yeah, you should do that. Uh, Did I say my name's DJ? Uh, Well, that's my name. How's it going? I do a little show called Dragging the Table. Uh, I decided to call this show Dragging the Table because I had an idea of what I wanted it to be, and Dragging the Table seemed to fit that because there was a... There was a little indie movie you may have heard of called Men in Black starring Will Smith. And there was a scene in that movie where he is he is putting his hat in the ring for something that he's not exactly sure what it is. You know, he's the cop that, you know, we all know he's eventually going to become an agent. But we don't really know what... He doesn't know what that means at the time. And he is in this room with a bunch of other applicants that are trying to be agents, and none of them, again, know what the hell they're doing. And uh, he, they're all asked to take a test. And this test is just, it's on a piece of paper, they give them a pencil, but they're just sitting in chairs. And there's one table in the middle of the room that's not near any of the chairs, and Will Smith decides to stand up, Get o- go over to the table and drag it over to his seat and then proceeds to start taking his tests. Tests? He just takes the one test. Uh, and he asks everybody, he's like, hey, y'all want to get up on this? And they all look at him like he's stupid. And then Tommy Lee Jones and the guy that died, what's his name? Rip Torn, look at each other and go, hmm. And I don't know. I, I like that. Uh, that scene, I think, is a good... Uh, I always thought that was a good allegory for life, like no, because he says he's like none of us know why we're here. <laughs> a Will Smith says that, you know, in part of that uh, whole application process, he's like none of us know why we're here. We just know that we were asked to be here, and I think that's what life is, right? Like none of us actually know what why we're here or what we're doing. Uh, so why not make it a little easier on ourselves? Like, well, it might not be the polite thing to do. It's so loud. Whenever I drag that table over, it's just so loud. What if it disturbs someone? Like, really? You don't want your life to go a little easier just by dragging that table over there? 
Have I said dragging the table enough on this uh, this explanation? I'm sure I know I did this on another episode, so anyone, any returning listener, hey, you're welcome for the new retelling of an old story. And for any new listeners, hey, you have something to look forward to. You can, once you dive into the back backlogs, the back catalogs, the back issues of this show, you'll get to that episode and go, oh, I remember. I already knew that. And you'll get to feel smart. Smarter than your idiot friends because you'll have already known something. Uh, so how's everybody doing? Good? A lot's happened since we last spoke. Uh, Christmas, New Year's, January. Does anything happen in January? February. We're now into March. I'm recording this episode on Just Okay Wednesday, the day after Super Tuesday. So, if this episode does not come out the same week, it's going to be real awkward. You're like, dude, you recorded this after Super Tuesday, and it's June. Like, uh, whoops. Um, Yeah, so, it's crazy, because when I think about it now, like, the time that I took off from this show is only, like, what, two months, two and a half months? But it seems like eight months has gone by. There's been so much, it feels like, that's gone on in the world in general. Uh, We're all dying of coronavirus. Everybody hates Trump still, so that's pretty much the same. Uh, Whatever. I don't want to make this show political, too. Unless you want it to be political. I I can show you the depths of my ignorance by talking solo about politics. Man, you will all question your sanity if you hear me try and explain why I believe the things I do. Like, oh my God, I can't listen to this person. He's dumber than he knows. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like that—that that has been the good thing about taking time off of this show and coming back to it eventually. Is that, man, it put it, it definitely puts perspective on the time that's gone by because it it has gone by so fast it seems like but really not because like I said two months we'll just call it two months I think it's a little more than that but we'll just call it two months and god dang it man it's so much has happened I guess in the world in life I have seasonal allergies that have been kicking back up so that's pretty cool uh it makes you feel like uh Seasonal allergies make you feel like, uh, what is it? If you were one of those people that say like, oh, Darwin Award, man. <laughs> Look at this guy. Another another idiot falls victim to Darwinism. Uh, you start rethinking that idea once you get seasonal allergies because you're like, oh, I would have been eaten immediately by saber-toothed tigers because I would just, as soon as it started finally looking beautiful outside, I'd start sneezing and sneezing and sneezing, and then my head would get bitten off by a saber-toothed tiger. And you'd be dead. And I would be dead. I would be one of the first ones dead, because my nose gets so stuffed. Sometimes even when I'm home, it'll just fill to the brim, and I can't clear it. Like, it's that thing where... Even though your nose is clogged, it's so far clogged back in your sinuses that blowing your nose is just a futile effort, and just nothing happens. You blow your nose, nothing comes out, and you feel nothing move in your head, 
And you're just like, oh, okay, this is just where we're at now. I just can't breathe through my nose. And for some reason, uh, breathing just out of your mouth, like it, that also gives you a new appreciation for calling someone a mouth breather and what a sick burn it actually is. Because if you are just breathing out of your mouth, like you are... If you're just breathing out of your mouth and you could breathe out of your nose, man, you're stupid. It's so terrible. Your tongue turns into a piece of, I don't know, like a sponge, you know, like a dish sponge that gets lost under the under the sink. And you find it and it's hard as a rock. And it's just waiting. It's just waiting for anything. It's like, please just throw me outside on a humid day so I can t- come back to life. That's what your tongue feels like when you're breathing through your mouth like an idiot. Like, I was, okay, so here's the most mundane thing I could say. Uh, Excuse me. I, uh, yeah, if you were wondering who's going to win the mundane awards, it's going to be me for this next statement. I was brushing my teeth last night, and I went to mouthwash after, use, use mouthwash afterwards, and I could only use it for, like, 10 seconds because I didn't hold my breath before I used mouthwash. That's how clogged my nose was. Like, think about that. Like, and I didn't even realize it. I took the mouthwash into my mouth and then didn't know what to do because I almost immediately couldn't breathe. And I was like, okay, well, I would die. That's when the saber-toothed tiger would have snuck up behind me and bit me right on the back of the neck, paralyzed me, and drug me back to its lair, and I'd be dead. Here's a question I haven't had to think about in a while. Am I recording? The answer is yes. All right, good. Good news, guys. This episode's going to make it to the internet, I think. So, it's been suggested to me, and I'm considering possibly doing interviews on this show. Uh, Yeah. Let me see. I'm going to have to... I was going to tell you guys to email me, but... That would require me to remember what the email for this show was. Dragging the table podcast at gmail.com. Uh, or at table dragger on Twitter. If you think that I should start doing that, uh, let me know. Because let not only let me know, but let me know who you think I should interview or what kind of interview you think I should do. And that's right. Anyone who's like, hey, are you just asking me to produce your show for free? Yeah. Yeah, I totally am. So if you think that you have an ear for that kind of stuff, you know, hit me up. Maybe if you do a good job and this thing takes off, I'll start paying you. I would not be averse to that. If someone started throwing me good ideas like that. Like that, okay. So the show is over, in case you were wondering. So I just want to say that uh, uh, you should go to Cullah.com. And check out all the free music that you can find there. Think about buying a vinyl or a CD. Yeah, that's right. People like physical things or a shirt or something like that. Um, I don't know if you can actually still back the album, his new album, Cultivation, but I think you should do that if you could. Um, oh, yeah, and I'm telling you that because the music that you heard on this episode comes from Cullah. He didn't write it or perform it for this show in any way whatsoever, but he puts his music out for free, and I decided to take advantage of that. And I got to tell you, um, he does this, he releases an album every year, and 
uh, he always like asked for uh, people to help him fundraise the money for it. And I think that's really cool that you can be a part of it in that way. Like depending on what tier you decide to back him, uh, he'll actually make you like an associate producer, an executive producer, which, you know, is clearly an in name only thing. Uh, but he will stick your name on like it's he'll stick your name on the vinyl on the on the CD like your name will show up depending on how much money you spend on it, which I think is just neat. But my dream, my dream is to, whether it be this show, uh, actually do another show with my wife called The Untrained Eye. If one of those shows were to take off and we were to make some serious jack off of that thing, my dream would be to fund like one whole album. Because the last two years that he's been doing it, uh, he's trying to get $10,000. And it's for his touring, for you know the mastering of his album, uh, all of it. And uh, that, that would be my, my dream goal is to be able to say, hey, man, like after I would still want him to be able to do all the stuff he normally does because I think that's a good like having having fans of yours uh, be able to help make your dream come true. I, I think that's a good that's a good it's just a good it feels good to be able to do that. And I would think that in my head, this is how it would go is he would do the normal fundraising, and then after it was all done, I would just drop another 10 G's on him and be like, boom, there you go. 20 G's total to do the thing that you love doing because you have brought our shows joy and goodness. And, uh, yeah. I don't know if that'll ever happen uh, with the numbers that I'm getting. I'm going to say it won't. But I think it is a good goal. Uh, I think that should be... I think that's a good goal for anyone to have is to try and help others out, right? Isn't that the point? If we were going to try and make a point out of life to try and help somebody else out, maybe that's uh, maybe that's too much of a lofty goal, but gosh darn it, that's going to be my goal. Help others. So that's it. Thanks for staying subscribed. Uh, I don't know why you did. Probably because I said I would come back soon, and then I didn't come back soon. But thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, if you liked it, tell a friend, tell a tell your mom, tell your grandma, and tell them that DJ sent you. That's right. Uh, what do I do at the end? Oh yeah. So thank you all for listening, and keep dragging.